Welcome back to the Dad Chronicle. I'm your host. I'm Alex Albisu. This is episode 12. And as always, uh, you can go back and listen to other episodes by going to thedadchronicle.com. Now, I want to introduce today's guest uh, as he, he's an old friend of mine. He's also a big inspiration as to why I started this show. Uh, he's fun to watch uh, because he has an amazing relationship with his two boys. This is Jamal. Jamal, how you doing? Pretty good, man. How are you? Good to hear from you again, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good to catch up with you. The last time I think we spoke was maybe, I mean, we talk online and stuff, but the the last time we really had a good conversation was back when you were on Geek 30, I think, right? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. It was probably coming up on two years ago. It was yeah, like October was, 2015 or so. Yeah. yeah. That, so it's last been a while. Yeah, yeah, you had the blanket up in the background to wall the sound off. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, it was... You and Joe. Yeah, it was kind of infantile stages. Yeah. yeah. Now, now we're kind of we're kind of like we're making our way over here, you know. Yeah. Um, That's, so awkward. yeah. Yeah. So so thank you so much for being on the show. As I mentioned, um, he it was an inspiration for me to kind of start the Dad Chronicle and kind of the evolution to where um, it is today. Uh, because Jamal, you had your own show, um, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it may be something that you're wanting to get back into. I don't know. Um, do you mind just giving a quick little introduction about yourself, about the show that you did, and then maybe, uh, tell the, the world about your sons? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, name's Jamal, Jamal Smith, born in DC. Um, uh, one of the very few kind of true area natives. I feel like this place is completely made up of transplants now. So right. when you tell people you're from DC, they look at you kind of weird. So, yeah. uh, true, true area native, grew up in uh, Prince George's County, moved down to Virginia, uh, a little while ago. Uh, father of two boys, ages seven and five, uh, Jonathan and Jackson. Um, the boys are, you know, my world. I, I, I love them. I'll do anything for them. Um, we have, uh, uh, we call ourselves J Crew. Oh, affectionately I love it. By, <laughs> by one of my, uh, my my coworkers. And we have, um, you know, we've got our own handshake and everything. Uh, so, you know, you talked about my podcast. I had a podcast uh, called Your Mark. Uh, series about all things fatherhood, which I had, uh, I, I did it for about a little over a year. Um, and what I wanted to do with that is really give dads, just like you're doing with, uh, with your, your program, dads, a platform to talk about any and everything related to their fatherhood experience. And I wanted to get all walks of life on. So I had, you know, young dads, I had older dads, I had dads that were just becoming first time dads in the age, you know, in their forties, I had, you know, uh, people looking to build their relationship with their children, um, you know, every single walk of life, because, you know, and I don't want to sound a certain way by saying this, but moms get a lot of, they get a lot of platforms. They get a lot of attention, obviously. Um, but I wanted to give dads a kind of unfiltered way to really, uh, talk about what they're experiencing and, you know, and, and all the way down to expectant fathers, um, got guys with children on the way, you know, what are you thinking? What, what kinds of fears do you have? What are you anxious about? What are you uh, excited about? Uh, so, you know, it was great because, um, I got a lot of, um, you know, kind of well wishes and kudos from guys saying this is a great thing to do. Um, and, uh, they really enjoy sharing their stories. And, you know, what I always found is, uh, people had a lot of dads saying, well, you know, I, I, I would come on, but I don't really have an interesting story. Right. Or I don't really have, uh, you know, something really kind of captivating to share with an audience, but right. Any and every father has a story, whether you want to, uh, you know, once you get somebody talking about their their walk, uh, whether it be with their own children or with, you know, uh, their dads uh, as they grew up, I find that, you know, 
everybody has something, something nice to share, something that'll be valuable for everybody. I would agree, man. And you know, at that point when you were doing the show, I wasn't a dad. We, uh, we weren't really trying to have kids at that point. It was just kind of, um, a thought in my mind of, hey, this is something that I, I've i always wanted to be a dad. But listening yeah. to, to those stories was really inspiring, especially with the tone of um, a lot of, uh, of the dads had some really um, tumultuous uh, you know, times when they grew up or their relationship with their kid. And to kind of mm-hmm. hear about how it's so worth it to um, give the most pop, the most positive experience for their child it was like just really really fun to listen to yeah yeah and you know i kind of i was with my family yesterday for uh father's happy belated father's day by the way hey man you too yeah i was with uh, my family yesterday and um you know i was with my cousin my cousin was on my program uh before he had one of the the more downloaded and listened to episodes because his youngest daughter was born uh, very very premature mm-hmm. so he spent you know he would leave work and basically go camp out in george Washington Hospital in D.C. Uh, just to be around his daughter and, you know, that intensive care unit. And, um, you know, you talk about somebody, I mean, he's a building engineer, so he already works long, hard hours and he's yeah. getting into work, you know, before any people, have, you know, most people have rolled over in bed. Um, but, he, you know, he, he persevered through that. And, um, you know, I, again, I'm sure that his experience probably touched somebody, um, you know, in a certain way uh, to kind of help them through uh, their own situation. So. Yeah, yeah and, it, was, it was it was it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, where can people uh, listen to the show if they wanted to go back and maybe listen to some of those stories? So you can search for me on iTunes. Um, I'll be completely honest with you; I'm not sure if the episodes are still coming back from the server, but nonetheless, uh, the series is uh, your mark M A R K, uh, a series about all things fatherhood. The logo is like a a, a tree. Against kind of a yellow background, mm-hmm. uh, so we might be at you know some archive episodes somewhere, and I'm going to look to probably get the site back up and running too, because uh, people have expressed interest in listening to, uh, to older episodes. Hell yeah, man! I-, I would love to go back and listen to a couple myself just for a little inspiration here and there. Um, and you know, I think that this is a great opportunity. You know what I I always um, thought when I was listening to your show was, you know, Jamal deserves to tell his own story. You know, you did a great job. Um, bringing in people to kind of share some really inspiring stuff. But uh, I know that you've got a, um, a very interesting story uh, and I want uh, for, for my listeners to be able to hear that. Um, so s- starting out, I mean, tell me about your experience with fatherhood so far um, from both ends of the spectrum with your father um, and with you being a father to your boys. Yeah, absolutely. So um my uh, so I grew up, in a, you know, uh, for the most part, uh, for in a two parent household up until my my parents got a divorce when I was probably about 11 years old. Um, and my mom and I moved. Um, uh, my dad went through, you know, some some personal battles, you know, to, to, to uh, keep it very vanilla. He uh, um, he was out of work for a little while. Um, he struggled with some health issues. He was a diabetic. Uh, didn't take good care of himself because you could tell the divorce had a toll on him that he couldn't quite, you know, uh, kind of reconcile. So, sure. you know, he bounced around between family members' houses. And there was a time, you know, honestly, I didn't know how much of my dad I would see on a regular basis. Um, granted, my mom had primary custody, but when it came time for him to try to make time for me, I think he just didn't have enough together financially or, you know, he didn't have things set up the way he wanted to. Um, what was good to see, though, is that he... Uh, began to get things together. He got back on track as far as his health, his well-being. 
uh, he met somebody, you know, kind of later in his life. Um, and he really pulled everything together to be able to, I mean, this is around the time I started driving. So he kind of took me out and did stuff and we, you know, kind of hung out more. Uh, he was, he, he was able to be more consistent in my life. And I think for him, you know, as, as most men, uh, had with him, it was a pride issue. He wanted to have everything together for his son to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, what was good, um, is he pulled himself together. He, my dad passed away when I was a senior in high school, a few months before I graduated, but it was great to see him get back to that pinnacle of where he wanted to be in order to kind of best represent himself to me. Um, so bringing it forward to my children, I named my first son, Jonathan, after my, my late father, um, Jonathan was born in March, March 24th, 2010. And my son Jackson was born November 10th, 2011. So they're pretty close together. People ask me all the time if they're twins because they, they look, you know, dude, they do. <laughs> they look almost identical, but they're, you know, they're, they're almost two years apart. Bro. And they look, uh, they look just like you. But you know what, Len? let me, let me ask you something. You're a new dad. Yeah. I always felt like the wrong thing to tell a, uh, because for a while, I always heard that they didn't look anything like me. They looked like my ex. And that's like the wrong thing to hear to like, you know, for like a, a dad who's gotten three hours of sleep. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're bringing the baby bag in and knocking stuff off the tables in the restaurant. Like, like don't don't say that to me. But, yeah, I mean, I, I get that a lot. It kind of it kind of bounces back and forth. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but, yeah, those are my buddies, man. We, we have fun. Uh, you know, when I was on... Geek 30, you know, I was married, now I'm a single dad. Uh, so that transition has been, has been, you know, a challenge at times, but yeah. I think it's also uh, made our, our bond a lot stronger. Yeah. So um, tell me about your boys. So you, they're, they're, the difference in their age is really not too much. I mean, they're, uh, well, your oldest is, I feel like he's hit a little bit of a growth spurt for a while yeah. though. Like I remember them just kind of being, um, about like the same size they look like twins like you said yeah. um yeah. but it seems like they have very strikingly different personalities now if you're um the type of person that's big on snapchat jamal is on snapchat and i love watching his stuff because it's hilarious um, yeah. a lot of the times it's involving his boys um if he's not just doing some kind of like ad-lib uh, little show yeah. on on a snapchat which is always hilarious <laughs> so um you know a, a lot of the boys' personalities tend to shine through on a platform like Snapchat, if not on, you know, Facebook itself. Yeah. So uh, can you share kind of the differences with those two boys? Yeah, absolutely. So Jonathan, my oldest, uh, so Jonathan has absorbed uh, a kind of two key things for me, three really. Um, the boy loves to learn. He's been a model student so far in school. Um, they don't give grade, they don't give letter grade so far uh, in elementary school where he is. But um, if you had to give a letter grade, he would be basically a straight A student. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's written two books already. Oh wow! Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, two books about basically being a uh, a uh, playing in the NBA, which oh, really? is like that. so that kind of segues into point number two is he's completely absorbed my love of sports, particularly basketball. Uh, Jonathan has played already. Uh, I think about five seasons of basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays at the Boys and Girls Club, so um, he just moved into the higher age bracket this past season. So he had a little bit, a little tougher for him uh, last year. But the the season before that, he scored every point for his team over the course of the season. Wow, what a start! Uh, so yeah, the boy loves basketball. You know, we've we go to Wizards games pretty often, um, and he has my sense of humor completely. I mean, I don't know how many seven year olds you know that already know a few memes by reference. <laughs> Uh, 
I put up a uh, a Father's Day card he got me yesterday on Facebook, and um, it was a picture. You know, like you know the old you used know, to make a Father's Day card for your for your dad. It was like a picture of a shirt and tie or something yeah, like yeah. that. On the tie, he drew uh, that boy, which is the frog on the unicycle. <laughs> no way, he did. Yeah, yeah. And oh I showed him that boy. Hey, you raise your children in meme culture, man. They, you know, it, it helps them. It helps oh, better prepare man. the world. That is yeah, so, so great. Oh wait, so, and and real quick on that note, I recently put on Facebook where I was. I wanted to introduce you to another guy who who I'm friends with on Facebook in the most epic meme battle. Uh, oh yeah. Ensued. yeah it was great um what what, yeah. what about memes yeah, is just fun, what about memes is just like you find first of all you find the best memes and yeah. i'm always like where the hell is he seeing this <laughs> what dark depths of the internet is jamal going to where he pulls uh, that up my sources yeah yeah no i mean like what i think uh, first of all the memes are i think memes are good for kind of two real things if i could make it sound serious yeah uh two is great for people with short attention span like me so if you give me a picture, a repeatable picture with varying captions, and I can get the laugh and you know get the point in a couple seconds, uh, no matter how subtle the humor is, like that's right up my alley. But you know, seriously, and I told somebody this other day, memes will give you insight into what pretty much young people are thinking. So yeah. my niece shares a bunch of memes about struggling in college. She's a you know a, a really you know dejected at times college student. Or, you know, working in retail. There's a lot of retail memes about people having tough customer experiences. Or, you know, politics. Political memes are big. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of these nihilism memes are about, you know, struggling with capitalism and how we can't really find a place in the world. So if you really follow the pulse of memes, it's kind of like hip-hop music. Hip-hop yeah. music will tell you what's going on in, you know, certain cultures. I think memes will do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I love so, it. I-, I love it, man. It's so funny. Um, it's funny stuff. Go ahead. Tell me about uh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, Jackson's my youngest. Jackson is five. Uh, also in the sports, Jack, uh, Jackson's a soccer player. Uh, it was funny this past season. Um, you can tell he's just starting to get – he's hitting a little spurt himself, so he's getting kind of tall and lean. Um, and he ran through a lot of the games like a, like a newborn deer. He just couldn't – like his limbs are getting too long, you know, <laughs> so he's not – He's not as agile as he used to be. Uh, <laughs> is he running but, uh, like an awkward? You know how like uh, how puppies, how puppies like like yeah. especially when they end up being like big dogs, but before that like they haven't filled out, so they're just kind of lanky, yeah. flopping yeah, around. Yeah. yeah, just watch Bambi. You know, Bambi's kind of like knock kneed and falling <laughs> all over the place. Like that was that. He, he had trouble cutting. He kept falling down. Uh, but he still he still loves soccer. And he played one season of flag football, but that didn't really that didn't really stick. So Jackson is the um. Jackson is also uh, very bright. Um, he probably already knows more about the world than I do because he learned a lot of geography in a preschool in his preschool curriculum, which is really, uh, really cool. Um, oh, cool. Jackson is the he's very affectionate, so he needs a lot of touch. He needs to, if anybody gets up in the middle of the night to come sleep in my bed or get up in the morning uh, to slide in my bed while I'm in the shower, is Jack. You know, Jack loves to be close to him. You know, to to me, close to his brother, very close to his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to be a performer. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, I could see that. He's already, I, yeah, yeah. yeah well, he has favorite. that charm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Dude, I was going to say some of my favorite of of uh, some of the content that you put up there is like when he's kind of like singing about something yeah. or, you know, yeah. he, you're right. He's very artistic, it seems. Mm-hmm. And he will dance on command. You tell him to dance. Uh, he'll kind of get act shy for a second and then just launch into something. I'm I'm shocked we haven't ended up on the, the dance cam at the Wizards game yet because he will get up and rock it for 
you know, three minutes straight. I mean, that's just him. No way. Um, and awesome. I'm very excited about him starting school because I think um, he's going to be extremely popular. Jack has my fashion sense, so he's a very eccentric dresser. You know, it's not anything for him to go to school in a leather jacket and shades with the the stars cut in his hair and, like, his jeans rolled up with, like, the LED shoes. Like, he's into all that stuff. He doesn't really like anything that's mainstream. There's one so. uh, very sharply dressed man that I could recommend uh, people take fashion advice from. It's Jamal. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. kudos to you on that. You know, um, I've, yeah, I've, I think um, from what I've seen, there is a competitiveness to Jonathan that uh, is very similar. I feel to you. Would you, would you say that's fair? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I definitely see it, especially in sports. Um, and what I love about it is, it manifests itself not only in sports, but also in the classroom and with, with you know, projects and assignments he's working on. Um, he He's driven, so he will, he'll, he'll, he'll do it until he figures it out. And if he struggles a little bit, he does not walk away from something that he's interested in. So, you know, with basketball, he knows that he's in, you know, he's in with the older kids now, so he's got to work on ball handling. He's got to work on court awareness. And he wants to always improve himself. Um, and he wants to, and he'll come, I'll pick him up from school, man, and he'll, He'll talk trash about some some guy that he crossed over and made fall, no, you know, on the court. Awesome. Or some, you know, he beat somebody fourteen to zero. So for him, it is it's it's not enough to just play the game. He wants to edge you out. He oh, wants to great. he wants to defeat you. Yeah, and and again for for schoolwork is the same thing. He he does not get down about work that he does. The only thing, only slight issue I have is he's he's a night owl. I'm a morning person, so. <laughs> He's totally coherent and able to do his work, you know, kind of later in the evening. And that drives me crazy because I, you know, my thing was always getting my work done as early as possible. Um, so I kind of, you know, got to allow him to do that thing. But, you know, he's he, he's 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 always really focused, always. Well, that's really cool. Um, and then Jack, on the other hand, um, I feel like, yeah, you're right. He's kind of the the sweetheart from from some mm -hmm. of the videos that I see. Do you think that yeah. he's going to end up being competitive like his brother, or do you think he's always just going to kind of just be lackadaisical about it? Uh, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because I found as far as their learning styles, um, and if you have more than one child, this is what I, I think you'll see, is that all the pressure was on Jonathan to hit the milestones early on, you mm -hmm. know? He was a child that, you know, my ex and I were checking a book and saying, okay, well, it's month, you know, number eight, you know, but he's not quite doing this yet. You know, should we be concerned? Or, mm -hmm. you know, he's starting school in this. I want to make sure he's tuned here. He's got to, you know, know how to write this way. He's got to know how to, you know, share this and share that. Um, Jackson being a younger child, we, you know, he's kind of being brought along a little differently. And it's not, you know, it's not that he's behind on anything because he's clearly, uh, he's, he's definitely uh, in line as far as his development. But, um, he's been able to kind of come along at his own sort of pace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, as far as the competitiveness, I don't, you know, I don't really know. Um, but what I do know is he's going to take a lot from his brother. He's going to take a lot of uh, his his particular kind of personality attributes and stuff, when, especially as it relates to school uh, from Jonathan. So I don't think he'll be quite as intense as Jonathan, uh, but I expect that he'll pick up at least a little bit of it. So sports are a big part of what kind of helps you guys bond. Um, has it always been that way? Are there other things that you guys really bond over? I know the Wizards are, are big, but yeah, what else is it that really helps you connect with your boys? Uh, so sports is a big thing. Um, Snapchat. That's so <laughs> I mean, funny. I'll, I'll be, well, because it's it's the only social media platform that 
we all get equal enjoyment out of. Um, and I find now that the kids, you know, they always like to look at my story when we, you know, when we're together and they want to put on their own skits now. So we, you know, we did a few skits before and Jonathan will have a, he'll kind of storyboard everything out and Jack will be the co-star and that's just stuff they like to do. They, they like to, they like the concept of putting together a story, you know, watching it before their own eyes. And then, you know, they always ask me how many of your friends looked at it, you know, do they like it? Did you put it on Facebook yet? You know, all that type of stuff. So we bond over that too. And, um, you know, a little while ago, um, and your daughter's too young for this, obviously, but, uh, Amazon has a STEM program, science, technology, engineering, and math program where you can get a STEM toy once a month. Um, and we use that as our project to sit down and put stuff together. We did snap circuits. We did, you know, putting together gears. We had this, uh, program this one toy where you program a like a toy mouse to go through a maze and get cheese oh cool. um, yeah so we do that about once a month uh like i said the uh you get the notice from amazon the toy will come you know in a few days after the month starts and um you know it's it's affordable and it's something other than just um because they're big tech people you know they, they love my kids love ipads they've been using ipads and iphones since they were basically able to sit up straight um so i could kind of use that like uh that kind of a technophile vibe and then also kind of apply it to something uh that's a true learning toy so um that that's that's another thing that we really uh you know uh enjoy together nice you know my my favorite uh bit of a jo- enjoyment is just avoiding getting thrown up on mostly and oh. <laughs> i don't know if uh, i don't know if i've shared it on the show yet i talked about it on geek 30 aria threw up all over me the other day i mean uh. like i mean it was like the first time that it was just kind of like a fountain situation and it just kept going and going. She was making this like blah, blah, blah sort of noise. It was just terrible. Um, yeah. uh, other than that, um, you know, I think uh, the, the biggest milestone for me right now, and, and this is actually perfect on the tail end of a father's day, the very best father's day gift I could have asked for uh, Deanna, yeah. uh, you know, let me sleep in a little bit and came down and yep. she had a, yep. a couple cards sitting there and, yeah. and I said, you know, um, I said, thanks. You know, I sat next to Aria for a little bit, and she said, you know, I'm going to go upstairs and get dressed. We were getting ready for church. So yeah. uh, I was just sitting there. Aria was asleep on the uh, couch. We have those little boppy things. You know what a boppy is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yep. yeah. So yep. they, um, she was asleep on that, and, you know, about 10 minutes passed, and I looked to my right where she was sitting, and she was just uh, staring at me. And I, I looked over, and I said, oh, hey, baby girl, how you doing? Good morning. And she just turned, and she just smiled like the biggest yeah. – the biggest like smile and i i literally almost cried because uh-huh. i was like she's never done that before you know she's starting to actually have facial recognition now so every once in a while yeah. she'll throw me like this beautiful little smile it's just the best yeah. man it's fun yeah 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 so, then you found out she had gas like crippling gas <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. yeah no, that's, no. that's that's heartwarming man yeah i remember those days man the newborn stage um for as tough as it is i mean and as, as daunting as it can be, because, you you know, you all of a sudden responsible for, you know, raising this human being. It's not mm-hmm. like a, a pet, right? You know, you're responsible for making a, a, a good, responsible citizen. Um, that that early, that kind of that those first few, you know, milestones that your newborn hits, it's just the most like amazing thing. It's exhilarating. It's, it's, it's truly amazing. And, yeah. And yeah, she absolutely. makes it, it. It's all worth it. Like when you're up at night, she's just not going to sleep. And she, mm-hmm. you're just rocking her, and she's just wired. Every time you put her down, she starts crying. At that breaking point, you know, she does something adorable that just turns it all around. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah exactly. It's so worth it. Um, you know, I, I think you're 
situation is um, really inspiring. You know, you're kind of approaching this uh, fatherhood thing from a, a single dad perspective. Uh, how, how do you yeah. tend to um, balance a, a lot of that, your your life with the boys and, and everything? How, how do you do that? Um, you know, it's it it was a big change for me, obviously. Um, what's most important to me, and this is, is going to sound trite, but obviously keeping them first. Um, you know, watching their behavioral patterns, um, ensuring that my time with them is true, my time with them. And I have them exactly half the time. So I have them half the weekend and every other weekend. Uh, so I remain consistent in their lives. I really, you know, kind of pay attention to things they're interested in and make sure I feed those interests um, and make sure, you know, they get very well acquainted with, you know, my family too. I mean, I have more time to kind of take them around, you know, my mom and my mom, you know, loves time with them. Now she didn't like my mom doesn't do newborn. She's kind of like new age grandmother where, mm -hmm. you know, unless they're potty trained, like they can't stay overnight. You know what I mean? That type of deal. <laughs> uh, but you know, she's, uh, she's been instrumental in kind of helping me out and, um, you know, just, just being, being, being present, being available. Yeah. Um, even when they're not around me, you know, my children text me now, they have their iPads, um, they have iMessage, they, uh, we, we reach out, they FaceTime me sometimes, um, and just, you know, ensuring that, uh, I'm supportive emotionally. Uh, I continue to, to, again, kind of feed the things they want to do. Um, Jack loves the performing arts that kind of goes along with his vibe. Right. So right. You know, we've done the Kennedy center, uh, with Jonathan, again, we do sports games. We do, you know, he loves Lego. So we, you know, we, we, we build stuff together just again, continue to kind of you know, like a, like kind of feed that locomotive, give him more coal, give him more fuel, um, and, and ensure I stay on top of that. And again, we had some rough patches. I mean, uh, obviously, um, they went through a big change when everything kind of first started. So they didn't quite understand what was going on. Um, and you know, but we, we've, we've gotten well adjusted and, you know, Jonathan's been, been great for Jackson because Jackson, I think took it a little rougher, um, early on. Uh, but he helped explain to his brother, like, these are the days that we were dad. Um, and then we'll see mom after this and then, you know, uh, we'll just keep moving from there. And I think we've, we've been all, all three of us have found out exactly how resilient and, and strong we are through the whole process. So yeah, it's been, it's been good. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. I just, I'm always inspired by watching, you know, your relationship with your boys. And, um, I think that it's something to aspire to, to be this, role model i always see them just it, it's that constant like i want to be like dad sort of thing i i always see that and it's yeah. it's something that i would love for you know not that i want aria to be just like me but i i want to instill some values on her and it's it's very inspiring to watch that so um yeah, thank you man appreciate yeah, that yeah you know and and the way i like to to end the shows is is by asking for a piece of advice you know something that you would give to a new father um a or or even maybe a, a struggling father something something inspiring um for fathers out there uh, to consider yeah well i'll give you uh, two things so um and these are things that i've always kind of carried with me um one i learned early on and what i'm beginning to learn now um as a single dad i think the first thing is don't be afraid to cry you know, don't be afraid to be emotional. Uh, you're going to go on these roller coasters. Uh, you know, I remember the first time I cried was when my son got his first stomach virus, you know, my oldest did. And I spent, you know, be between shelling back and forth to the hospital and actually staying in the, the room with him, 
um, I was up for, you know, pretty much 24 hours. And then, you know, when my ex finally came to relieve me, like I just, I couldn't handle it. Like I burst into it. Cause you know, you want to protect, you know, you want to, yeah. to, to, you know, kind of watch over. So be, be emotive, you know, be, uh, debunk every myth about men being, you know, emotional stalwarts and just be, um, be open with your feelings. Uh, your children need to see that, believe it or not. They need to see that, you know, uh, cause they're going to emote too and they want to see it's completely normal. So, uh, don't be afraid to to share those emotions uh, in the presence of your children, your wife, et cetera. Uh, um, the other thing is, uh, and I'm just learning this, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Um, do not, you know, to the greatest extent possible, stay uh, connected to your interests, your hobbies, stay connected to your friendship circle. Uh, if you do couples outings, stay connected to that. Uh, work in time, not only for couple stuff, but also just just you. I think when you begin to lose yourself, uh, again, that kind of subtly comes out in your actions towards your children, and you don't want to be that miserable lump, you know, that's been in the house for five weekends in a row uh, without doing something to kind of make yourself feel good. Um, I lost some of myself, um, you know, several years ago, and I didn't recognize it until I really got to the point I am now. Um, my frat brother told me that he really worked on himself a lot where he didn't before. And he thinks that his his oldest daughter really saw the changes in him, and that he thinks they really helped build their relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, invest in yourself. Uh, again, don't neglect the things that make you happy. Um, I think a happy parent, whether it be you or your wife, uh, makes for so much of a happier um, uh, 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 situation for your children. Yeah. How do you think that you have been able to balance that? Um, you know, it hasn't been too hard, to be honest with you. Uh, I... Again, putting my children first. Um, uh, I'm a big work before play type person. I treat my career like that, you know, the same way. So um, I'm able to, I think, you know, very easily kind of invest a lot in what they need and what's important to them. Um, and you know, fact, the fact that they're a little older now too and a little more independent, uh, things are a little easier in that respect. Um, but finding a way to uh, put them first and then also kind of find a way to kind of blend our interests as a, you know, just among the three of us, uh, his, his, you know, has worked out really well and I'm able to, um, you know, do a lot, a lot for them that I didn't expect that I would be able to. Um, and yeah. I look forward to kind of keeping it up too. I think, I think it's also fun when you introduce just, I mean, the love of being a father and, and, and meld all the things that you're passionate about. I think uh, Jason did a really good job kind of talking a little bit about that on the last episode. And you actually had Jason on your episode as well, or on your show. Yeah. Uh, he's got a really yeah. fascinating story. So it's always fun hearing yeah, from him. Um, and so you're right. I think when you're able to, to find that nice balance and what's great about Deanna is that she allows me to have the time to, you know, step away, do stuff like this stuff that I enjoy. Um, and, and, you know, vice versa, we're, we're able to, um, kind of tag team that a little bit. Um, yeah, so, and, and Aria's easy right now, man. I mean, I'm knocking on wood. She slept eight hours last night, dude. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Five weeks old, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a blessing for real. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, one more time, this is Jamal Smith. Jamal, thanks so much for being on the show, man. I love your story. Uh, I, I love the relationship that I see, you know, with you and your boys. It's, it truly is inspiring. Um, you know, where, where, where again, can people check out the podcast that you did? 
Yeah, so check iTunes, Your Mark, a series about all things fatherhood. Um, that's what you'll need to search. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you can follow me on social media. Snap is Maldi Gardens, M-A-L-L-Y-G-A-R-D-E-N-S. I'm on Facebook, too. Uh, Instagram, Maldi underscore Gardens, if you want to look at my immaculate wares that Alex talked about earlier. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> that's like it's my fashion blog. <laughs> But yeah, like I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big social media guy. And again, um, if you'd like to, you know, see my kids, they'll be making guest appearances on all, all those, especially Instagram, because I like to capture a lot of those moments. That means a lot to me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it's totally worth it. Um, Jamal, thanks again for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it too. All right, man. Take care. Thanks. If you like this show, check out more great content at IncastMediaNetwork.com.